Hey everybody, and welcome back to Retire Repurposed. I'm one of your hosts, Jared Sebesta. So glad that you're joining us here today. Uh, if you are new to the show and you haven't subscribed, make sure you do so. This uh, podcast is all about retirement, but it's probably a message that you haven't heard before. Again, if you're new to the show, this is all about your life and your retirement, but it's more so about just that, your life, ways that you can get plugged in, ways that your life can be the best possible life it can be at the best possible time. We believe that retirement is not the end, but the beginning of what could be and should be the most impactful season of a person's life. So if this resonates with you, uh, great. You've come to the right spot. If you have people in your life that need to hear this message, perhaps a parent, perhaps a friend, perhaps a sibling, uh, we always encourage you to share this content because it is an important message that people need to hear, especially when you think about what the world gives you, what the world says about retirement. Retirement well, is the end. It is the uh, the end of purpose. It's the end of adding value. It's the time where we relax and really have just an endless uh, vacation type feel to our life. And again, we feel very strongly the otherwise. So we appreciate you being here today. We have covered a number of topics in weeks past. We've talked a lot about mindset and growth for the last several weeks of 2023. And now we've kind of turned the corner into looking ahead. How can you really make this year, 2024, uh, one of the best years? In fact, our, today's show, uh, we titled three ways that you can have an impactful year. And I would even say maybe not just an impactful year, but maybe your best year uh, to have an epic year. I, I like that word for some reason. It's a, it's a word I use often in my typical everyday vocabulary. But how can you have an epic year? Uh, how can you make this year one of the best years of your life if you are a retiree? That's what we're going to talk about here today. Let's do a quick review of past shows. Again, we've covered a number of topics, a lot of them, though, in the mindset and realm of growth. We talked about the art of creation. Creation is the highest form of existence. Uh, God is a creator at heart. He created the the heavens and the earth. He created you and I. And so the, that type of the DNA is inside of each and every one of us. And it seems like that uh, that we are at our best when we are creating. Again, the world's going to tell you that you're done creating at retirement, but uh, that's not the case. We talked about that several episodes ago. We talked about the scarcity mindset, especially when it comes to handling your money, the dangers of how scarcity gets in there. And scarcity is really a major issue for retirees. One of the biggest uh, uh, problems, or at least the biggest hurdles that people are afraid of with retirement is running out of money. And for many people, that is a viable uh, problem and, and a viable situation that they need to address. But for many people, it's not. And if you're still struggling with scarcity, even if you have enough, uh, we call that kind of the money disorder, where there's a, there's a mindset shift that needs to put, take place. Then we talked about how being open to new experiences and and situations uh, is going to lay the found the foundation for having a really great 2024. And then last week we talked about the connection between stories and your legacy. Stories are such a, a an important piece to life. Uh, for those of you who are of retirement age, you know that's all that's all we had when we were younger were stories. And uh, I, I just I can picture you know a, a grandfather or or a grandmother you know holding a grandchild in their lap and sharing old stories. Stories are so powerful. 
stories are the way that uh, we are connected to our past and the best way to share information. Um, information is great, but when you can, can connect it to um, a story, there is something very powerful in that. Uh, last week's show, we talked about how you know that's how the old uh, the the old ancient stories of the Bible were, were passed uh, from one generation to another. Not everybody had Bibles, and so sharing the you know the oral law and the oral stories uh, of what God did uh, through the generations that ha- that is how God's word got transferred from from one generation to another. So that's a really important piece that we, you need to understand. Your legacy shapes the story that follows you. And so you have to live a life in such a way where uh, not only do you want to share those stories, but you have a life that is shareable. And that is what empowers people. You want to impact the next generation, share your stories with them. And, and, and don't, get, don't get tired of sharing how God has, has uh, moved and shaped your own life. And there's something that really happens as a byproduct of that. When we share our stories, it seems like our own faith, uh, gets amplified. We get a a, a a jazz or like a shot of uh, of energy when it comes to our faith. I can think of many many stories that I tend to forget, um, but for some reason, you know, a story gets brought up, and I remember that story, and I share a story of how God opened a door in my life, and and it excites me. And and again, it rejuvenates my faith um, in that moment. And so that's a a powerful byproduct of how your story and your legacies intersect. That was last week's show. I just mentioned a bunch of other topics that we've talked about on previous shows. So again, go back to your favorite podcasting platform. We're on all the major networks, but find our podcast, subscribe, like, share, comment if you feel led. But uh, go back, listen to those shows because they're very important here as we uh, continue down this track of a brand new year. So on today's show, we're going to give you three ways to have an impactful year. Again, we're at the beginning of 2024. A lot of people talking about new resolutions uh, for the year. Maybe you're a New Year's resolution person. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're a goal setter. Maybe not. Regardless, I think you're going to get some value out of today's show. And again, this is like new year, new me. So if there was ever a time to think about this, um, now would be the time. But at, at the end of the day, uh, I think whether you're retired or not, in fact, I don't think I know whether you're retired or not, it is important to plan out your year. It's important to start your year with some intentionality. And that's going to be a reoccurring theme here on today's show. Uh, being intentional, uh, getting stuff on the calendar, planning out your year. I will tell you I've gone through seasons where I, I just was not, uh, again, intentional in these areas. And life just kind of seems to happen. And that's when actually time starts to speed up. Doesn't it seem that way? I think the older you get, if you're not intentional, life seems to go faster and faster and faster. But then on the contrary, I've had a lot of uh, seasons, and I'm in one right now, where I'm being very intentional with my time, being very intentional with my, my years, my quarters, my months, my weeks, and every single day. And when I do that, time slows down. People always talk about being in the present, and I think that that's really an important piece to life, especially um, as you get older and you uh, see you know, younger generations fill in uh, behind you. And we want to be in the moment. How do you do that? Well, you got to be intentional with your time. You're either you're either a slave to your time and it, it, it goes by without you having a say, or you get out ahead of it. And that's what intentionality does. And so that's what we're going to talk about here today, ways that you can kind of plan out your 2024, but more importantly, what are three things that you can do to make sure that this year is an intentional year, 
an impactful year, and maybe an epic year. So let's get into it. Point number one is this. Every single year needs to have a defining moment. Every single year needs to have some big thing. Now, what is that thing? It could be a number of things. It could be a major accomplishment. It could be an epic trip. You know, maybe it was you visiting a country for a very first time. Maybe it's you, you know, buying your dream car. Uh, maybe it's you getting your pilot's license. <laughs> maybe it's you, um, you know, climbing a, a, a mountain that's in, that's in your uh, in your state. But there is something epic, like an epic defining moment uh, that 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 you've done. One thing that's on my radar. I used to live in Arizona. And I have always toyed with the idea of hiking the Grand Canyon. In fact, that's getting more and more on my radar as my kids get older. But that is something that takes an insane amount of intentionality because you can't just like drive up to the Grand Canyon and hike it. You have to apply for permits. You've got to train. You've got to hire guides. And bare minimum from the last check, it's like you're one or two years in advance. Well, again, if you're not being intentional with your year, these things are never uh, going to happen. But I can already envision the picture of me with my family and my children you know, in the Grand Canyon with our helmets on and our walking sticks um, hiking. And so that's the type of moment that you are looking for. Maybe it's not hiking the Grand Canyon, but what would be the picture? Go, go to the end of this year. What would be that thing that you could see the picture with you or you and your spouse or you and your children or maybe you at this certain place that would be this like defining moment? Again, what major milestones do you want to you want to look back upon? Because at the end of the year, you want to have that. There needs to be something that sticks out uh, way beyond the other things. And it's not likely that you're going to have these huge, massive moments or defining moments multiple times a year, but you want to have one to strive for. Should that be like in your repertoire in retirement? Absolutely. In fact, why shouldn't it be? In fact, this would be the best time to do it. You've got the most going for you. You've got the most time, talent, treasure uh, of anyone at that time in your life. So now is the time to do it. Um, this is something that I'm practicing in my life and my, my wife and kids. Uh, we're, we're kind of planning out what we want that particular moment to be. And right now it's looking like a, a more of a uh, a heavier trip, uh, a, a longer trip to a, a destination further away, something we've never done. But at the end of the year, I want to be able to say that was the moment. Fast forward five years. What's it going to look like in five years when somebody says the year 2024? What's the thing you can go back to? In fact, that's an interesting exercise. Go through the past couple of years. 2023, what's the one thing that sticks out? 2022, what's the one thing that sticks out from the year? Oh, yeah, that was the year we did X, Y, and Z. Z. 2021, yes, that was the year this happened. 2020, yes, that was the year I conquered this. Whatever it is. But that should be the mantra that you have every single year. Can you go back in the Rolodex of the past several years and identify major milestones? And if you can't, make this year the year that you finally do it. Make every year going forward, make sure that you have a defining moment, a defining milestone on your calendar. Plan it out. Don't leave it to happen, uh, circumstance and happenstance. Okay? Like, make sure that this is an intentional thing that you want to do. I want to do a bike race. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. 
we have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. And uh, I want to, there, there's, a, there's a bike race in my, in my state and they travel across the state and this is the year I want to train and I want to do it. Again, I'm using that as an example. That's not on my radar, but maybe that's on your radar. While I'm retired, I, I, I shouldn't be doing those things. Baloney. Make them your thing. Make those things part of your year and your repertoire. So first thing you got to do is everyone needs to have a defining moment. Here's point number two. You need to have four mini adventures. All right? You need to have a major defining moment. But in the course of your year, you also need to have four mini adventures. All right? Now, let's break our year down in the fourths. What's that called? Well, it's called a quarter. Well, you've heard Ben and myself talk a lot about on the show that you need to have something to look forward to every single quarter. There should be something on the calendar that has you locked and loaded, ready to go. By the way, let's talk about dopamine for a second. Dopamine always gets labeled as kind of the feel-good hormone that goes through our body. That actually isn't true, and I'm no doctor, but this is just what I've heard, all right? So take this for what it's worth. Dopamine is actually the cheerleader drug. It's the one that kind of pushes you along. It's the attaboy hormone, right? And so when we look forward to something, or we're saving for something, or we're, we're getting excited about something that's coming up in the future, and you get that, you get that feel good, that is actually dopamine from what I understand, and we've all experienced this in one way or another, right? Uh, when you're you're saving up to get the car that you want, or the trip, the, you know, the trip to Disneyland. I have small children, you know, so again, as we as we plan trips and whatnot, you know, they're constantly saying, "How many how many sleeps until we go to grandma's, or we go on this trip, or we, you know, take a plane ride?" That's that dopamine that's going through their veins, the excitement that's building closer and closer and closer. You probably experience this on a smaller scale. You buy something on Amazon, right? You buy something on Amazon, and of course, you get the email. Your, your package has shipped. It will be here in two days, and then you get an update a day later. It's on its way, and then you get the alert on your phone that day. It's out for delivery, right? And there's all this excitement, and you can't wait for the, the mailman to, to, to arrive so you can you know, get your package. What happens as soon as that package arrives? What happens as soon as the trip occurs? What happens as soon as you buy the dream car? Bam, there's a drop in dopamine. There's a release. There's a drop in excitement. Why is that? Because dopamine has now left your bloodstream. All right. So that's just kind of how, that's like the physiological aspects of how that works in our life. But at the end of the day, dopamine's a good thing. You know, should we have things to look forward to? Yes. Should we have things that we want? Yes. Are we content with what we have? Yes. But isn't it fun? Isn't it a great part of life that we can experience the excitement 
of looking forward to something. And it's a tragedy when, you know, people retire, and I've seen this in in people, and I've seen this uh, even in my family, where there's nothing on your calendar. Every day is exactly the same. Uh, There's nothing that that the spring is going to bring or the summer. There's no trips. It's just the same thing every single day. And you can see how that wear and tears on the soul. And so take advantage of this opportunity to experience a little dopamine hit. It feels good. And, and God created us that way. And so have something on your calendar every single quarter to look forward to. The quarter is a perfect amount of time, by the way. If you've got a trip planned for a year, that's too long. You know, but planning a trip uh, you know, in a week isn't, a mu- isn't enough time. You know, even my smaller kids, you know, a, a month or two out, it's on their radar. They're not asking about it every single day. But it's close enough to where, you know, they can kind of feel it, smell it, touch it. They can still sense its urgency and uh, experience that excitement of something to look forward to. So what is a mini adventure? Could be a weekend getaway, something simple. You know, your, your defining moment, if it's a trip, you know, that, that may be an overseas trip, going to Israel. I mean, something big like that. Holy cow, that'd be huge. Now, again, you're not going to do that every quarter, but what's a mini adventure that you can do? You know, what's a place that you wouldn't normally go? What's an activity that you wouldn't normally do? And perhaps this is an overnight trip. Wouldn't it be cool if every quarter you had just kind of a, a fun little adventure? You go, you go snow skiing. I was just talking to my kids about this now. It's winter here at the time of this recording, and they're excited to go snow skiing at the local ski hill again this year. They went last year for the first time and loved it. And I said, wouldn't it be awesome maybe in a month or so that uh, you know we go up to uh, you know uh, 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 the northern part of the state, and they've got bigger ski hills there, and we did that for a weekend and stayed overnight. Not an insane amount of cost, not a ton of pain travel, uh, but certainly out of the ordinary, and that would be a very, very memorable trip. And so, again, little mini adventures. Go rent a cabin somewhere just for a day. Uh, go to a conference. Uh, think of a, you know, find a fun restaurant that's maybe in a city an hour away and then spend the night. Again, look at these little adventures as mini adventures. Nothing big and not crazy frequent, but about every quarter. Because it gives you something to look forward to. It gives you something to research and put on the calendar. The more experiences you have, the more you learn and you grow. And the more you have to offer others. This is how we mature and we grow. Look at children that don't get a chance to experience things. They stay static. Adults are exactly the same way. And the worst thing that you can do in retirement is start to go static and dormant. Okay, it's not great for the soul. It's not great for the mind. It's not great for the body. It's not great for the person. So the first thing you need to do is have a defining moment, big trip, and then have four mini adventures every single quarter. The last thing you need to do is create a habit, a new habit, a good habit every single quarter. All right. So think about this. You've got your one defining moment, your big trip. Then you've got your four mini adventures. And while you're having these mini adventures, you're developing Uh, four habits every single year, one every quarter. Science says that if you do something for 60 days, it will rewire your brain and make something something that was not part of your daily regimen a part of your you know, a, a part of how your brain functions, all right? That's how you develop habits, all right? So again, a quarter is a perfect amount of time to start developing new healthy habits. Why don't we develop habits? Because it's hard. That's the biggest problem. It's hard. I mean, getting in shape, the book on getting in shape, by the way, this is just me talking, should be about a paragraph long. Eat better and move your, move your body. 
but how many people are not in great shape? Because it takes consistency every single day over time. The people that are healthy, they have made a habit out of doing what I just said, eating healthy, staying away from junk, and moving your body. What you have to understand about habits is that when you try something new, there's pain. It's hard. It's going against the grain. It's going against the wiring of how your brain operates. But what a lot of people don't understand is just outside of the pain, there's actual growth. And when you can get into growth mode and your body starts accepting these new habits, what you will find is it is more comfortable being there than where you originally were, right? So think of it like this. Again, let's use physical health for example. Uh, I'm comfortable, but I'm also out of shape, all right? I don't have to go to the gym. I don't have to press my body. Now I start going to the gym a couple of times a week. It's hard. It's hard. Uh, My body is a little bit sore because now I'm moving it, right? Now, if you do that consistently over time, what will happen is, is that you will punch through that pain and you will go into growth mode. And then all of a sudden, you going to the gym or working out or moving your body consistently on a regular basis actually is more easy and more comfortable than where you originally were, okay? So John Maxwell says, if you're not growing, you're dying. You must be growing. A great way for you to grow is to grow in good, healthy habits. There's four major areas to develop good, healthy habits. Number one, physical, all right, your physical life. Number two, relationships. Number three, mindset growth, how we think. And the last one, I would consider work or purpose in retirement, all right? For if, if you're still working, let's replace that with financials. Okay, or business. But for retirees, let's think about what you can do to work. And I don't mean work for payment, but how you can utilize your time, talent, treasures to create value for other people. Let's talk about physical habits just for a second. Easy. Go for a walk. Add little things. Just make little tweaks to your physical life. Stop putting sugar in your coffee. I did that one about six months ago. Game changer. Was it a game changer overnight? A thousand percent no. But after about three or four months of not putting sugar in my coffee, bam, I went into hypergrowth mode. I lost a little bit of body fat right away. And then all of a sudden, month three, four, five, and six, bam, it started melting off. And it became easier than ever not to put sugar and milk and all the stuff into my coffee. All right. Here's another one go to bed earlier. Make it make a habit to go to bed at a certain time. Your body needs rest. It needs lots of rest. It's it's a it's it's just a it's a known fact. It's science. And then wake up earlier. Wake up earlier. Uh, you know, I mean, it feels good to sleep in. I love getting my rest. Don't don't uh, don't hear me wrong. But go to bed early and wake up early. The people, the successful people that I, I know in my life that are growing, this is what they do. They don't stay up all night and 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 uh, play on their phones and watch TV. They go to bed early. They're very intentional with their physical life and their physical body. They go to bed early and they wake up early. Here's another one. That's, that's, that's a no-brainer. Pick up a hobby like pickleball. You know, start, maybe you don't play, but pick, try one day a week. See if you can get in the habit of playing one day a week. The pain that you will experience playing one day a week will not be there in two or three months. You'll now love it. And this thing that you couldn't live with is now a thing you can't live without because you're developing a healthy habit. Another area, relationships. How can you grow in there? Here's one that I do and I recommend to everybody. Send three texts a day. Reach out to three people, maybe not different all the time, but reach out to three people per day. Send them a text in the morning 
And it could be as simple as, hey, good morning. I was just thinking about you. Hope you have a great day. Encourage them. Ask how they're doing. Look into their lives. Nurture relationships. Invest in relational capital. All right? This is how you do it. You cannot go wrong when you invest in relational capital. The easiest way to do that is to send three texts a day. If you're married and you're not having a regular date night, date night with spouse. Now, if you're at a point where that's difficult for you, big deal. Start easy. Start slow. Do one day a week. Maybe it's an hour coffee date. Maybe it's an hour where you two are just alone with the TV off and phones put away. Just start there. Start something simple. Don't try to do a week getaway uh, to the Caribbean if your marriage is struggling. Make small, regular investments in a small way and watch how that builds over the course of a quarter and a year. How about coffee time with friends? There's another easy way to build relational capital. Let's talk about mindset. Start every day with gratitude. End each day with journaling and intentionality. Read books. Get in the habit of reading. If you're not a reader, start with you know start with a chapter a day. Start with one book a month. It takes so little time to read at that pace. And I'm not a great reader, but I got to tell you, if you start slow and easy, it makes it really easy by the end of the quarter. And now it's a a great habit that you can build on. And finally, work. What are ways that you could add value? Develop relationships with nonprofits. How can you utilize your time, your talent, and your treasure to add value? Get in the habit of adding value to other people. You want to have a great year? You want to have an epic, impactful year? Do these three things. Have a defining moment. Uh, Have four mini vacations or adventures every single year and create a new healthy habit every single quarter. If you do nothing else, everything else is exactly the same, but you do those three things, I guarantee you 2024 is going to be an epic year. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Retire Repurpose. I'm Jared Sebesta. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you next time. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment Advisory Services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance Services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Wayshowers who will help your journey a lot easier.